0: Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Wednesday, March sixteenth. I'm your host Rod Bloom, and today we are going to take a break from our usual Browns talk, and we're going to talk about some beer. Uh, this is actually our second beer podcast, and we're going to call this uh, we're going to call this part one of 2022 because I think we're going to do another one of these uh, probably within the next couple months. Uh, But I have some of my favorite beer drinkers here, and we're we're just going to have some fun tonight. Um, First of all, uh, with me, and this doesn't happen very often, I actually have somebody sitting next to me while I'm recording. Um, My friend Bill Petrello is here. Follow him at Rock 44 Bill, how are things going? Oh, fantastic. This is kind of cool. It is cool. It is cool.
1: Usually, Rod and I are uh, sharing a beer watching the Browns games. On Sunday, so this is kind of weird to be in uh, uh, his lovely abode. We only live like a mile away from each other, so makes it easy. I can always Uber home or
0: walk home if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> it, we'll figure out a way to get you home. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, and also uh, following us is uh, Brownstown Andy, Andy Picconi. Follow him at Andy Picone. Uh Andy, how's how's things going tonight?
2: Uh, everything's going great. Uh, you know, just enjoying a beer here. Enjoying talking to you guys. Having a good time. And
0: you, um, I haven't talked to you, and not much lately. Um, You just Mm -hmm. had a new addition to your family, right?
2: Yes. uh, Lila will be uh, five weeks tomorrow. So, you know, she's doing the regular baby circuit, you know, eating a lot, sleeping sometimes, Uh, just doing, you know. It wakes us up twice in the middle of the night usually once at one once at four so yeah that's cool. nice. it's going well though healthy kid health kid very blessed
0: well congratulations and i think we'll all uh, we'll all drink to lila a little bit later yeah, absolutely okay. thank you absolutely <laughs> and uh also following us is is my friend john sparks john how everything's going
3: Everything is well, Rod. I'm uh, congratulations on the baby. Glad to hear she is regular. One in four. That's always good. I am Thank joined, you. <laughs> by, joined by my good friend Emily Severance, who is a local uh, carryout owner.
4: Uh, yeah, third generation uh, beer and wine bottle shop. Then, uh, you know, we've been around in the neighborhood. For about 46 years now, and great neighborhood, great support, and uh, the best clientele. They just really
3: enjoy beer. Emily's my go-to when I go in. I say, Emily, what's new in the Pilsner? What's coming out? Where's my lager? What's going on? She always cheers me in the <laughs> right job. <laughs> and she loves German beer. Yes.
0: That that's, sounds like a perfect fit, John. Hey, It is. <laughs> And I know you haven't been real active on Twitter uh, lately because you've had a lot of other things going on, but people can follow you at John E. Sparks. Um, one. Okay, I can't read my own writing. Bill's helping me out okay. here. It's, it's e. one of the first things that goes, I guess, as you get older <laughs> is the handwriting
3: we hope it's with the first
0: the, thing anyways <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah with the and i can't believe we're not going to talk a little bit about. browns but anyways with this going on i decided that i indeed am going to jump back on twitter but yes um been taking care of a, a friend for the last uh five or six months so he's getting better every day getting stronger every day so my life will come back to me pretty soon so yeah i'll be back on twitter and uh um, Knock some Browns fans around.
0: <laughs> well, we're glad to glad to hear about all of that, uh, especially your friend getting better. Thank and, you. And uh, glad to have Emily here with us. Um, Pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, let's. Uh, I guess let's just start by um, by talking about what we're drinking right now. What we ha- what you have in front of you. Um, hopefully, everybody has had a chance to open a beer or 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 two. Andy. And. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> let's see uh let's just see what we have in front of us. So um I tell you what, John, we'll let you and Emily go first on this one.
4: All right. Well, I have the uh brow this little color beer. That's uh, a brewery out of Bavaria and just a really nice light pale lager with a really lovely little multi-backbone going on. Uh, just very very user-friendly, very crushable.
2: <laughs>
4: nice yeah very easy very refreshing
3: and I am having the what am I drinking here Emily that is the Glauweis. that's going to be a week and
4: that is a German beer as well coming maybe out of let's see that's Bavarian as
3: well
0: dang you guys aren't messing around tonight drinking the good <laughs> stuff huh
3: Uh, uh, she brought over the she goes i'll bring over some beers i said that's fantastic and then she lit up my life with the german beer so i'm happy as can be
0: very nice so so andy what are you starting with tonight
2: so right now what i have is a three floyds uh 50 million dollar man it's a double ipa it's very good it's very strong um Today, being the warm weather here in Northeast Ohio, it always reminds me of summer. And summer, because I'm a teacher, summertime means IPAs. Because I'm off, and, you know, it's a perfect uh, summertime beer. Uh, and then, of course, the next one is going to be, because of the mother of all holidays tomorrow, I'll have a Guinness. So,
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, so Bill and I, since we're sitting here together, we each brought, we each brought uh, uh, some beers, and we decided we would just kind of Split in each try as we're going through here. So, uh, so the first one we're drinking is this uh, Killer Brownie uh, Brown Ale from Warped Wing, uh, which is a, I guess a local brewery, yeah. right? So, Dayton, yeah, um, okay. yeah in, here in Dayton, and um, Killer Brownie is a, a brownie that's made at uh, Dorothy Lane Market, which is also local. And this beer actually, you know, some of these beers. That say they have chocolate in them or chocolatey taste don't necessarily have a lot of chocolate in them. They taste a little bit more like coffee. This actually tastes like chocolate. Oh my! I think it's got a really nice flavor to it. Um, it it's not it's not a real heavy beer, even though it's very dark. Um, to me, it's it's very good.
1: And it tastes just like the killer brownie too, which is just insanely crazy. There's a little hint of caramel in there too.
0: Yeah, so it's pretty tasty. Yeah, definitely. So. uh so I tell you what, guys. As as anybody gets into another beer, if you just kind of want to break in and you can <clears throat> and you can say a word or two about that beer and give your impressions of it, um, we'll we'll go that route. But I thought um, I thought what would be good is just for uh, for us to kind of go around and maybe talk about some of our favorite breweries. Um, you know, just just ones that stand out to you, or or ones that you uh, you know like a lot of beers from or, or whatever. So, um, so Andy, why don't you, why don't you kick this one off?
2: Oh, thank you. Um, so my absolute favorite brewery in Ohio was Rheingeist. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a bad beer of theirs. Uh, I only wish they were out of Cleveland instead of Cincinnati, but you know, I love Rheingeist, uh, Great Lakes, of course, great. Um, living here in Canton, I, I love that we have a Fatheads nearby. It's 10 minutes from my house. I love going to Fatheads, heads and you can check out their tap list online, which changes every day. Food's good. Love all those breweries. Um, and then of course, you know, there's a Southern tier. I like going to before Brown's games up in Cleveland, sometimes on Thursday night games, for whatever reason, Thursday night games, whenever I go up, I always go to Southern tier first, any other game I'm tailgating for. Um, so those are some of them. Um, of course, I'm always into trying more Ohio beers. There's, there's a few of them around Canton. Um, there's there's a bunch in Akron I like, so I like I like trying the local ones first, and then you know going from there.
0: Nice. Um, I tell you what, Bill, why don't you jump in if you have you know, some favorite breweries you want to talk about? So,
1: Andy, just real quick, is there? Um, are you close by the Thirsty Dog Brewery in Akron?
2: So I'm about from my front door. I'm about 20 minutes away. Oh, okay. So, right. so yeah, not not too far at all. Yep. Because I used to far. live when I when I
1: graduated from Miami of Ohio. I used to um I used to live over by Blossom Music Center.
2: Okay, and, yeah. Um, Falls.
1: We didn't have a lot of breweries at that time. Just like the trolley, what was it? The trolley stop, I think. And then trying to think of the other place that we would go get beers at, but it was nothing nothing like uh-huh. what we have now.
2: Yeah, I think that's of- relatively close to Missing Mountain, which is a really good brewery. I've been up there once. Missing Mountain's really good. Uh, that's the, there's, I know there's more of there by Cuyahoga Falls, but yeah, Missing Mountain's one that jumps up, jumps out uh, to me right now. Okay. So, um, so
1: obviously Rod and I are down here in the Dayton area and I like to, I ride my bike a lot during the summer and here in the Dayton area and even kind of north and even south towards into Cincinnati, you can hop on any bike trail. And literally, you'll have breweries right on the bike trail. So, okay. what I like to do is I like to start north of Dayton in Troy, Ohio. There is an old church called the Molar Brew Barn, and it is it's it's right off of the path. And so, my buddy and I often what we'll do is we may kind of um, start in Xenia, Ohio. Uh, the big, they have a huge, huge kind of bike station and then we'll go north. So the Mueller brew barn is an old church and they oh. converted it into a brewery. So the whole brewing process is downstairs in the, in the, the deep part of the basement. But as you walk in and you kind of walk up steps, when you're going into where all the pews would be and everything, they have this huge bar right in the middle. The food is outstanding. And then they also have an area in the back there. Okay. They have about five or six beers. They have a lot of guest beers too that they have there. But a really good one is their Burbank Blonde. Oh, good That's a good beer. Man. But so we'll bike ride, we'll hit that. And then we'll head down to, I tell you, this is one of my favorite breweries right now. It's the Yellow Springs Brewery. Yes. Yellow Springs actually has two breweries now. The one that I like the most is literally right on the path. So I can be biking and then, oh, I'm going to stop right here and put my bike right here because here's the uh, Yellow Springs Brewery. And they have, in fact, I brought one of them with me tonight. Their Captain Stardust is a Saison. I've had that. that, That's really good. And Uh, then I I love their Boat Show IPA. And that's starting to be picked up in a lot of different uh, restaurants around town here, too. So um, we go into there thinking that maybe we'll see Dave Chappelle. You know, every time. Hey, we go Oh, there,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, like, hey, is Dave here? <laughs> Was Dave here today? We went in one time and uh, we just missed him like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> but then if you continue on the bike trail and you head down to Cincinnati, you then can stop at the Little Miami Brewing Company, which, again, is literally right on the bike trail, but it's about, you know, 50 miles down off of um, um, from where Yellow Springs is. But I tell you. The pizza and the salad that they have there, with the with the five or six different brews that they have, is fantastic. They have a they started doing a hazy IPA called My Dad's Truck. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic! And I'm and I've become a really big fan of hazy IPAs here over the past year. And I, love them. I tell you that that is about as good as any hazy IPA that I've had. Um, so we're kind of blessed, to, and they also have a really good porter too um smoke on the water which is a really smoky chocolatey caramel porter um we're just so lucky to have that around us here because i know a lot of other places don't have that Um, but i will say we went up to um an an indians game and we went to masthead brewery and i Mm -hmm. tell you that's a great place and, and I'm really starting to be a big fan of Masthead up there in uh, in Ohio City, I believe, on Superior. Yep. And I love their unbounded principle, that Belgian quadruple. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's one, and I'm good.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are anything that has a, the word quadruple in it. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah, know you're in for a, a little something. So yeah. those are some of the ones that I really
1: enjoy right now
0: so uh so so john i guess we'll pass off to you and, and uh i don't know if you and emily want to go separately or if you guys want to talk uh i'll talk, talk over breweries together <laughs> or whatnot
3: <laughs> let's talk over her uh, interesting you bring up Masthead. Masthead is one of my and i like a lot of the breweries up there but masted one of my favorites and i and i actually i don't collect cans but what i do is I collect whatever new thing i drink i always save one can just to see what it is so i actually But I brought a bunch out. I don't know if you can hear that. Bunch of cans on the table.
4: We drink them all.
3: I can hear it. But the I really I'm into pills and lagers and German beers. That's what I drink. And I found the Italian style that Masthead makes the Italian style pills absolutely delicious. It's um, it's just so clean. It almost reminds me if um. What's the, what's the Italian beer?
4: The uh, Peroni.
3: Peroni. If you yeah. ever get Peroni app, it's as clean as you can get for a light beer. And that's what, exactly what it reminded me of. So I was very happy with that. And the Slay All Day that they came out with, the IPA oh. with the food, yep. My God. You talk about absolutely just delicious.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Yeah, really- I get a, a six of that every <laughs> year in cans.
3: Uh, you, you have to. And I love that they come in pints. It's just, it's perfect. Um, looking around the table, though, Market Garden is another brewery up in Cleveland that I absolutely love. They yep. make a bunch of really good ones. They make a really decent Pills that is just absolutely delicious. Their hazy
4: IPA is pretty delicious, the Market Garden. Yeah. They're right there in the city area yeah. by Mass. Yeah,
2: they're, they're, right they're just across the river. On the on the uh, Hope Bridge from uh, the real close to uh, Great Lakes and Saint Ignatius.
3: Yep. And I I have found also I'm looking at a couple other ones. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever had Endeavor
2: the brewery. I don't think so. I have not.
3: We have an Icelandic saga that it may be the best tasting alcohol drink I've ever had in my entire life. Emily, what's in that?
4: So the they call it a Nordic Ale, which uh, is newer to me. I only have had a few. But they do, so it's your traditional light ale, they do add star anise and sage. Very, very delicately, though. You almost wouldn't know it was there if it didn't say it's on the label, but it just gives it this little extra dimension of this, like, clean, light earthy herby flavor that just make it I think it's an all season beer but particularly hot weather it just goes down
3: so so nicely and we're blessed here in Columbus we have Outer Belt that uh, outer belt brewery they make delicious beer there's North High brewery they make yeah, North delicious
2: High's good beer.
3: North High is really good and uh, somebody brought up I uh, have skips me uh somebody brought up warp wing i think it was you rod right which one
0: Warp Wing. Warp wing warp yeah wing. yeah
3: they make a superba it's a premium pilsner it's absolutely delicious it's absolutely delicious and our own columbus brewing company who's been doing it forever they came out with the german style pills that was just delicious and Emily said they just came out with a, a
4: logger, American style logger, so it's probably gonna be a little bit happier. Uh, I haven't had it yet, brand new. Uh, comes out in 15 packs, so I assume it's one of those quantity style, yeah. you know,
3: drink. But it, it's inexpensive though, right? It's
4: inexpensive, seventeen ninety
3: nine for the 15 pack. Seventeen ninety nine for oh, a 15 yeah. pack. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and we have Parsons North, which they do. If you like a cold, Parsons North makes like the most delicious coles you may have ever had. And they do also, they also do a really good Pilsner. Nice. Yeah, I drink, I will drink beer from anywhere. Um, I really like, near you, Rod, is Finley. I think it's Finley Brewing Company. Yeah. Finley. Oh. Finley like Finley, Ohio. Like Finley it's, in, it's out of Finley, Ohio.
2: Yeah, that, that's a bit but, north of us, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be more close to Toledo.
3: Yeah. A lot of regional. We get Finley, like Emily can barely get Finley in. Like, it'll just come in. They're so small, such small production.
4: And that's kind of what Yellow Springs was going through. They just could not meet the demand, and they wanted to supply their own backyard before moving outside of that. So it's a good thing. I mean, they're making good beer, but Finley's definitely one to check out.
0: Yeah, okay,
2: cool. Good. Okay. Yeah.
4: And there's so many great beers in Ohio, breweries in Ohio. Um, you know, Yellow Springs is one of my favorites. I'm a biker fan that it's on the bike path. Uh, Yellow Springs has a new brewery called Off the Rails that's just down the road from Yellow Springs. Um, haven't had their beer yet. They just had guest taps, but I suspect good things. But one, I really, is one of my favorites, especially if you like to go to beautiful spaces, is the Rock Mill Brewing. Uh, it's on Old Rock Mill. It's in Lancaster. Beautiful space, and the water is was tested. The pH is that very close to Belgium, Brussels. So they're known for their Belgian beer, and it wow. is spot on. And the brewmaster doesn't cut any corners in quality. And if something doesn't meet his standards, he dumps it. And that's where I first wow. got introduced beer was Belgian style beers saison Dupont. pont their saison basically mimics saison Dupont, Love and Cezanne. i mean they just do such a great job beautiful venue beautiful food worth it worth the trip just very green spacious uh and they they have horses on the property it's so an just, original mill it's an original rock mill yes and they have the, the original yes. barn and beautiful space great people quality beer very, very quality.
0: So so the first one I was going to bring up, just because I've been to Athens a few times, and um, I'm wondering if you guys have been there, is, is uh, Little Fish. Because they're yeah. actually, uh, I think they're building one here in Dayton, but I don't oh, think good. it's open yet. So have you guys been to mm-hmm. Little Fish?
4: Yes, their beers are fabulous. Talk about oak-aged sour beers done right. They do a great job. They do a great job.
0: And they have a, uh, they had a, a, a German beer there when I was there that I was thinking of John when I was drinking it. And I probably, I may have sent him a picture of it actually, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't remember the name of it or what type it was, but, um, yeah, it was really good. So, so yeah, they do a nice job. It's a nice little place. Um, uh, just kind of fun to stop into.
4: And who doesn't love Athens?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, some other uh, breweries, I mean, you guys were talking about Akron. I, I like Arche up there just because I've been yeah. there a few times, and their their beers have just a lot of flavor to them.
2: Yeah, they're uh, right by my buddy's uh, house up there, and sometimes when we go up there, we'll just sneak down there for one and go back to his house, and it's a great time.
0: Yeah, so I, I like Arche. Um, oh, the other one I was going to mention is uh, Ducla. I think they're out of uh, – um, they brew the Sweet Baby Jesus uh-huh. in Baltimore.
2: Yep, the uh, Peanut Butter Porter.
0: Yeah, Peanut Butter Porter, and uh-huh. I've had some of their other beers, and I just I think they do a really nice job too with their beers. So um, those are three three of my top ones, but I, I could name a lot, so
3: <laughs> I'll stop at that. <laughs> you know, I, I said, so if I could interject here, I said to Emily, I said, you know, it'd be really cool. I said, do an 81 County uh, podcast where. You go to one county. You go to every brewery that's in that oh, county. Right? You drink, you eat all day. <laughs> eighty-one
2: days of bliss. Oh,
0: I may need somebody to wheel me around by after. Yeah, we well, it could be
2: tough. It can be because here in Star County, we have. There's one in Alliance. There's how many in can There's one down in Minerva. I mean, that's a, that's an all-day event, but it sounds amazing. You have to
3: pick your spots yeah when you get an rv and that way you know you, you roll out of there you just sleep and then you wake <laughs> up <Yeah. from> <laughs> you're, you're always home right right
0: so uh so bill and i opened a uh i'll let bill talk about this one so
1: i opened up the uh, yellow spring saison the captain stardust And that's really good. You know, we have another brewery here. I forgot, and I'm, I'm, I know my former, I'm a, I'm a math teacher here, and I know my former student, who's the head brewmaster, is going to be mad at me for not including him, but we have Carillon Brewery, which, um, it's part of Carillon Park, where they have a lot of the, uh, the Wright Brothers, um, era. I mean, everything from old NCR cash registers to even the Wright Brothers and the planes, everything. But their brewery and the sour that they produce there is fantastic. And now if he's listening to this later, he's going to be like, thank you. It's about time that you included me. But <laughs> we're drinking the saison, and, and I really, you know, I, I ended up picking this up because I had it there at Yellow Springs one, one time this summer. And I asked uh, the woman behind there, I said give me something that you guys just, uh, that you just tapped. She goes, Oh, I got to do the Saison.
0: It's really good.
1: And I'm like, great. And, and I, I, I'll get it now, like once every couple weeks, because it's just that, it's just that good. That's Excellent. It's, it's good.
0: Cool. So have any of you guys opened a new beer yet?
4: We just opened the, oh, yeah, uh, Mark? yeah. Uh, yeah, it's from derived. It's called living the Dream. It's a newer Columbus brewery. They have been around for more than a year. It's an
3: oak-aged Chef Pilsner, 4%. And they're just right down the street. From well, there. they're right They're Literally, I could walk there. It's dangerous. I could walk there <laughs> and stumble up a hill and be home in like five minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's living the dream, all right.
3: That's close to it. I, actually, there's another brewery that I could walk to also called Lineage. I have not been able to stop in there yet. But every time I go by it, the place is just absolutely packed. You like
4: quarters. They're on point. They have a toasted okay. coconut quarter. And that's one thing I like about these dark beers. You've mentioned the uh, Warped Wing, uh, the brownie beer. They do an Esther's Little Secret. So apparently, I'm not familiar with that area, the uh, Toledo area, with their local candy shops. But Warped Wing will brew a new dessert stout, pastry stout every year based on. This candy shop is kind of like our Anthony Thomas, and I think some of these dark beers lend themselves so nicely to the chocolate and the vanilla and the toasted coconuts, and it is almost like a dessert, pastry-style liquid beverage, and they just they never disappoint me. I'm not a huge fan of desserts, but I will drink my dessert all day long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I brought it at the Rockstar right here? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know.
2: Liquid carbs are always better, let's be honest. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this is delicious. Andy, have family. you moved on to that stout yet? Oh, yeah. I'm on to my Guinness, yeah. All right. You're, and you're <laughs> Probably going to get a that second one here soon, yeah. All right.
4: Classic. Guinness is classic. That's my favorite oh, beer. Oh, yeah. To
2: yep. And it took me, I don't, I don't know how it took me this long, but I recently found out that Twelve ounces of Guinness has the same amount of calories as twelve ounces of Bud Light, which yeah. blew my mind. It's like, oh my god, it's as healthy as Bud Light. What? Why are we drinking light beer? Drinking Guinness all the
3: whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if you guys ever see the guy on TikTok, but he like sees a picture and he'll make a comment, and then he gives you a fact. And one of the facts I just saw the other day he was like Guinness actually is not a yeah. black beer. It's deep red. Really? Yeah.
0: It Can looked black just not... I had one the other night.
2: But I'm going to so trust I... you, John. <laughs> I've heard that, like, this is random, but I've heard that our eyes, like, can't process the color red correctly. Yeah. And, like, and, like, maybe it has to do something with that. Or, I don't know. But, like, it's, I've heard that our eyes don't actually see a certain color right. And that's just how we perceive it in our mind. So, maybe that has something to do with
3: it. It could be. I didn't. It's like, I I heard it and I was like, oh, wow. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I think what you just said, I think I have heard that before about red. So, they
4: use measure color in beer. It's called SRM. And it is actually a scale for measuring the color intensity of beer. And that's how and why Guinness falls under that red category. It's basically the whole up against it and it falls it's a measurable unit and it's called srms and it's standard range measurement i believe if i remember correctly uh standard reference method is what it is and that's how they judge what the beer's color is so if you're a beer judge you have a little flashlight you hold it up and so if someone tells you it's a red ale and it doesn't fall within the requirements of that srm meter you get you get dinged for that well so well
0: And I'm glad we have an expert here to (laughs) to explain it all to us because, yeah. So, so last time we did this, we, we went around and we just had everybody talk about the first beer that they ever drank and you don't have to say how old you were. Okay. Um, (laughs) as as far as you can remember the first, the first beer you ever drank and Andy and I already did this. So we're going (laughs) to let the other three of you guys go. Um, so so, um, I, I tell you what, um, we'll just, we'll let Bill go first on this one.
1: Okay. So, I'm actually from Northeast Ohio, so I'm from Mentor, or, yeah. you know, because I moved to Dayton. If I was still in in uh, Northeast Ohio, be, I'm from Mentor. <laughs> and so, yeah. one of the things <laughs> that when I was 11 years old, I got to be the bartender at all of our Italian get-togethers, whether it was somebody's first communion, whether it was a confirmation. And so my first experience was I used to, I I mean, here I am 12 years old and I'm making high balls. I'm making seven (laughs) and sevens while all the old guys are playing Pinochle. And and, they're telling me, put this much in, put this much in. So when I was doing that, my dad would always have really only two beers. Our family only drank two beers, Jenny and Genesee cream Ale. That was it. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, I don't know if that was the big thing in the Northeast Ohio area to have that. Yeah. Um, so my first official beer was as you know, 12 years old. My my grandfathers would be saying, Oh, let them have a sip, let them have a sip. And so my first my first sip was a Jenny Cream Ale. green can and everything. Wow. And uh I remember thinking, oh my gosh, people really like this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep and then then they tried me they had me do the just the genesee the white can with the with the red lettering and then the big red oval around the the word genesee and that was different and i'm like okay so i was 12 years old and i had jenny cream and genesee those were my first official
0: beers as a preteen. nice okay john john and emily we'll let you guys go
3: but it's, uh, I would have to go, well, I go, I I, 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 I thought it two ways. There was the the first beer that I drank, and then there's the first beer that I bought to drink. I used to go over to my cousin's house, and my Uncle Dick and my dad would sit out in the garage with their lawn chairs and, you know, just look out, and who knows what they were talking about. But my dad would be like, John, go get us two beers. My dad drank PBR. My Uncle Dick drank Stroh's. Well, I would go, to the drinks, but I would crack them for them, and I would taste them. And there you go, boys. There you go. There, there you go, Uncle Dick. There you go, Dad. <laughs> so uh, it's probably uh, eight, nine, eight or nine. And it's not like I drank a whole beer. I had like a set, you know, whatever. But the first beer I actually bought that I wanted to drink and I still like, but I can't find it anywhere, is Old Milwaukee. <laughs> <For> some- <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, oh, I love that. All my friends were drinking Bud Lights or Miller Lights or Coors Light or whatever. And I would say, No, I want the Old Milwaukee. And they were like, Really? I'm like, I love Old Milwaukee. So from the age of teen to 19, I drank Old Milwaukee because <laughs> just. Emily.
4: Well, growing up, you know, of in your family, it was no big deal, you know. To around the holidays, you know, the kids would get a big. Like, around the Fourth of July, it was always beer. And my first drink, I was six years old. It was bus sitting there in the those, like lawn recliners, and he just he's like, "Have you ever had beer?" I like, no. Would you like to try some? Sure. Oh, <laughs> well, right out of the can just opened and I, I was like what the hell are these people doing drinking this this is just the worst stuff ever but i remember it was strohs
3: it, it the blue can or the white can it was
4: the blue can See,
3: when, that's another thing when strohs went to the blue can absolute crap when it was still in the <laughs> white delicious i'm sorry go ahead I'm no
4: on. that's that's quite all right but then but then when we realized older what beer did to you you know teens and whatnot it was always rolling rock and latrobe made in latrobe oh, okay. still was Rolling Rock. Oh, yeah. stomach like this stuff sucks but you know what we feel great after two <laughs> you know and the throws and yeah, rolling rock for the two i cut my teeth on and uh yeah i'll never forget that first childhood sip of beer i don't think anyone ever will <laughs> he just Wonder, what are these people doing drinking this? <laughs> and then fast forward many, many years later, I start working in the shop. I'm like, yeah, no, beer's no fun. And then, you know, I tried Belgian beer for the first time. I'm like, oh, it could taste like this. I had no idea. Yeah, it
1: was funny that you bring up the first official beer that you bought. So I turned 19 on campus at Miami University. And so the first official beer I bought was uh, a six pack of Heineken and uh and 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 rod knows this place student delivery service which is sds pizza in oxford they had the best pizza so i ordered a large pizza and i ordered a six pack of uh, heineken and my buddy down the hall who had turned 19 like a week before me uh we just sat down and we drank that's all we drank so my first official beer buying as you said was heineken john
0: did you
1: like it yeah yeah. okay Okay. (laughs) okay Right, it's I
0: interesting,
3: but the first year I bought though, I was a soft. I'll say I was a sophomore No, I was a what am I saying? I was a freshman in high school, and we had a place. It is still here, different ownership, and it was a pizza place. Worst pizza ever. In fact, it was like an extra large pizza for nine ninety nine. Thirty years later, I was like <laughs> thirty five. It's an extra large pizza for eleven ninety nine. But we never got it. Into- <laughs> <laughs> Still bad. <There. sighs> Ohio State, I'll say it was Ohio State Pizza Deli. So we would order beer. Me and my three friends. We would order beer, and my one buddy drank Sun Country Coolers, which was disgusting.
2: Oh. So
3: he would order that. He would get like a two liter of Sun Country Coolers. I would get my old donkey. My other buddy would get the Budweiser or Bud Light or whatever. But true story, we would say, deliver to the window on the alley, and they would. <laughs> true story, true story. And the guy would come up to the window, and there's three 15-year-olds going, yeah, here's your money. Thanks for the beer. <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> know.
1: But y'all look, I'm sure y'all look 19. Yeah,
0: all
3: at least sixteen. <laughs> That's where you would always tell them They're like, "Does anybody have an idea?" They're like, "Yeah, they're in the shower right now." Oh, okay. <laughs> I
2: think there I was a place. Oh, that, sorry. John. Yeah, <laughs> there was a there was a couple places around campus in college where, uh, like one guy. I was I watched this happen. One guy wrote on a, on a, on a piece of paper, "I'm 21," and the bar and the uh, guy checking the car was like, "Just go in. I don't even care." <laughs> it was like, just, uh-huh. just get in. It made him laugh. So it's like, all right, we made you laugh. Now we know. There we go.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so Bill and I just poured a, uh, a founders rubeus, a raspberry. What's it saying? There? What raspberry call it? ale raspberry ale it's very uh very light i've i've had a lot of these bill hasn't so he can give yeah. his thoughts but it's very light it's kind of like drinking kool-aid you know but it's kind of has got a it's got nice light flavor it, it's like a it's kind of like a summery spritzer kind of drink but i mean it you know it, it's something that uh the Kool Aid that was yeah. a perfect that was a perfect it's, idea. That or Weilers I, actually it might yeah, be closer to Weilers. Like, it's kind of like that. It's it's really light, but it's kind of a refreshing kind of drink uh, for yeah, you know that. if you're if you're looking for something to cool you down in the summer. Hey, six percent alcohol. Yeah, with, with yeah, that will get it done. It. So,
3: anyways. <laughs> you know, you know what I really like it. I'm not a big um, like. Summer beers, ugly. Mm-hmm. They're mostly Mexican lagers no?
4: I mean, you have a lot of that coming out. A lot of the shandies with the fruit, the rattlers, a lot of fruit
3: infused. Still some pilsners and everything. IPAs also. There's a lot yeah, of IPAs. But like yeah. You, like, yep. you can only get, It seems like you can only get like the. Sublime makes an excellent uh, Mexican lager.
4: They do, and a lot of that is you know they all want a little piece of the market for single bio. And so yes. a lot of them did push for that. And again, we're a lot, most of the beer consumers, again, most is a broad brush, are very seasonal drinkers. So they're not going to make a Mexican lager all year round when in January, you know, people aren't going to really fly towards that. And
3: Danny Trejo, who doesn't drink, has a delicious Mexican lager. And
4: it is spot on. Really? Exactly really?
3: Yes, yeah, be- be-
4: Trejo Cerveza. And it is just, I believe it's contracted. Brewed out of a California brewery, and it is exactly you want to be in the pool and drinking this out of the can, and it has this mug on it. He is not an attractive person, but it just adds to oh, yeah. The and then you go and you watch the movie Machete after, <laughs> yeah. I
2: was gonna say, yeah, watch one of those movies while you get hammered on them, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, can I also say one thing? And I, if you guys have ever had it, I think the best. Tasting beer for the value is Narragas Narragansett. Mm-hmm. that of a huh. Rhode Island, I think.
0: Rhode Island. I have but some in my a- fridge.
3: You really- right. Of course.
0: You-
3: yeah. You can get <laughs> the, the,
0: the orange, orange and yellow can, right? What's that? It's like an orange and yellow can. One
3: of their, no, so that's uh, that's one of their food fruit drinks, but they have just a lager. It's a red can, red lager across the front. Red badge on it, but you can get a 30 pack for 20 bucks. And Jeez. it is the smoothest tasting beer lager, I should say. It's a smoothing tastest lager that you could ever have. It's cheaper than Stroh's. It's cheaper than Stroh's, <laughs> but actually tastes like good beer. So if you ever see Anson, get it and you'll be happy.
1: All right. Well, down in Oxford in the 80s, if you went to like the u shop um they would sell 12 packs of natty light and oh. she was owning oh, um uh 12 packs of natty light and then Joe bell's for 299 oh, yeah. yes and that stuff would be flying off the shelves you'd people you see people walking out of there with like four natty lights under their arms and and three Joe bells and you're like wait a minute don't take them all for 299.
3: Yeah. <laughs> when we when I played CYO basketball my junior year, our coaches would buy us Hoodle Gold. You could get a 12 pack for $2.99, or you would get us um Cook. Cook? Cooks. Cooks. Same price. Disgusting beer. But my God, it was only three bucks. <laughs>
0: You know, when Phil's talking about down in Miami, when when I was a junior at Miami, my roommate was a few years older and he had actually he was over twenty one and he had worked at Arrow Wine the summer before. Oh, wow. So every every weekend we bought a different six or twelve pack to try. Yeah. And we but we cut the edge of it off and put it up on our wall so by the end of the year we had our entire <laughs> wall
2: covered with six and 12 packs we we so, did that we, we we cut off the face of every it's a year we cut off the face of every case we bought and put it up on the wall taped it up yeah, nice Every
0: everyone <laughs> we had was different though too i mean we we kept trying something different every time it was a lot of, it was a lot yeah
2: of, oh, and, and then we kept one of every empty bottle and like put it up on one of the top of one of the dressers in like our common room and just People would ask about it. Yeah, those are all the beers you've had this year. We
0: did not keep the bottles. (laughs) You you went on that with Andy, definitely. But I'm not surprised that you would have uh, been the superior drinker in college to me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I always kept cans. Keeping cans was a lot easier than keeping bottles. And then, you know, (laughs) this month and your rent was due, and it's like, all right, we're all going to scrap these for the aluminum
0: and start over for next Yeah. Week. so emily i have a question you know each summer it seems like um the beers are getting kind of fruitier and fruitier you know where they're sticking you know and and i fell for this last summer i bought a lot of different fruit beers and i got i bought all these i'm like oh this looks good this looks good and i i stocked my fridge with all of these different fruity beers and and it was tough to finish them all, you know, by the end of the summer. Um, so what do you, what do you think is going to happen this summer? Or what do you think is that, what's the trend look like? Are we going to see all these different apple and grapefruit and lemon beers still, or is there going to be something else new that's coming along?
4: You know, that's a great question. I, I don't think the fruit beers will ever slow down. Uh, I've realized there's a lot of, folks that enjoy adding fruit to their ipas for example because if their ipa isn't giving them that grapefruit flavor they want they can add grapefruit juice and it's a lot cheaper than hops. and you know it's shelf stable they can get it from concentrate Uh, a lot of folks the seltzer business going on i think a lot of breweries are trying to kind of corner in on that market as well i've always thought of fruit beers as the goldilocks beer you'd never know where someone's palate falls on the spectrum you just don't know what's too fruity for someone, not enough fruit for someone else. And so what I like to do with those beers are a single amount so people can just buy one. And that way they're not committed to a four-pack or a six-pack. And depending on what kind of fruit or fruit juice they're using, it could be expensive.
3: I don't want to interrupt Emily here, but wasn't it Mick Ultra back in, I would say, the early 2000s who came out with the, uh, what did they come out with like, the tangerine? Yeah. And- yeah, yes, they—they, I think they actually started the add fruit to beer. Well, we'll
4: get, well, yeah, um,
2: a while ago. Oh, have have, yeah, might have.
4: But like lime drinkers, or like mango drinkers, like I don't think that's ever going away. I think it'll—it may not grow, but I think it kind of sidesteps here and there. But with some, like if we we're going to talk about really good fruit beers and. Breweries that were once churches and have awesome concerts and great acoustics Cincinnati is urban artifacts. They do fruit beer, right? Do they use some of them are like drinking a fruit pulp, and some of them are really very delicate. You almost wouldn't know. They call Midwest tarts. They're not really sour. Uh, They are fruit beers. And so that's a fun one if you ever find yourself. In the Cincinnati area, urban artifact, go in there and try some of their stuff on tap. They'll give you little samplers because fruit beer is tricky. I think it'll always be an evolving thing. I don't think it's going anywhere. It, definitely like you'll open something, and you're like, I had to commit to the six of this. Like, all right. I call my guest beer when I get <laughs> guests here, have a beer because <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> Usually my, most of my friends will keep it real and tell me it tastes like shit. and it spit it out my
0: face.
4: <laughs> but yeah, the fruit beer thing definitely. I think it's always going to be around. You always have that person.
0: Yeah. So, guys, I don't have an answer ready for this. So it kind of scares me to throw this out there, but. Say <laughs> so you were uh, so you're going to be stranded on a desert island for a while, and you could only have one kind of beer with you. Um, you know what you had to survive on you know obviously you'd be drinking maybe a little bit of water too but
2: um <laughs> if, beer. What beer
0: would you pick? <laughs> so um how about you kick this one off andy All right.
2: one one type of beer or one
0: brand of beer let's just say these specific beer that you would want these spe- oh god uh, you can give a kind of beer if you want we went you know i I, I never like giving out really tough rules to follow on something like this. <laughs> no, no. I, I let people bend well, all the time when
2: I do. I'll say like this: like, there's there's nothing wrong with just like on a hot day, just a nice Coors Light. Like I, you know, I like Coors Light. Um, I always have at least you know a twelve pack in the garage, ready to throw in the fridge. Uh, and you know, like my favorite types of beers. I love Christmas ales, but you cannot drink those out in the sun. You can't. Yeah. Like. Like like I I save um I save a six pack or Christmas ale throughout the year and like I I uh I'll have one on Indians opening day and I'll have one in, on Christmas in July and and I'll say I'll, I'll have a six pack throughout the year and like they hit different in the summer they just do so like those are my favorite probably just because I love Christmas so much I love the cold I know I'm weird but I love the cold I love the lights I love the music I love the movies. So I love Christmas ales. Maybe it's a metal thing, but you know, in the summer, you can't do it. So I'll probably just say, go with the Coors Light, you know, a nice light thing. If I'm going to be stranded on Desert Island, give me something light. I can have a bunch of while I wait for someone to come save me, you know, <laughs> and if no one's going to come <laughs> yeah. save me, uh, yeah. I, I can drink my sorrows away, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. So, so, John, I know it's German, but what kind of German beer? What's
3: just the thing. Hey, can I have, like, different kinds of Via stefaner Or is it just, like, the one kind of Via stefaner No um, rules.
0: No, no <laughs> rules. I mean, you can have a mixed pack if you want.
2: <laughs> You're stranded <laughs> on a desert island. They're not going to restrict the uh, type of beer you have. Right. Okay.
3: <laughs> I would do it. You know, that's my beer. If I, if there was any beer, if you said, oh, John, you can only drink one brand of beer, one, per, you know, it would be Via stefaner but i would also i would have to have a dunkle and i think i could drink a dunkle year round there's yeah. no world throw no the dunkle Einger makes maybe the best dunkle i've ever had it's a it's a alt Alt-Berish or nice I, I don't know River it's ice? it's a dunkle and it is just delicious and i drink it i drink it year round i'll drink it in the winter i'll drink it when it's hot i'll drink it when it's nice it doesn't matter. Give me a dunkle. Okay. <laughs> gotcha.
0: I gotcha. Oh. So yeah, you bet the rules a little bit, but we're going with it. <laughs> so Emily, what's a, I'm interested to hear what you're what you, what you're going to pick for this.
4: Well, oh, man, I, I get asked this all the time. My answer is always the same, and I stand by it. Uh, Pilsner or Raquel, Hands down. Yeah. I. Could drink that for the rest of my life. Be my only beer for the rest of my life. You just, you know, tie it to a rope, throw it out in the water, let it stay cold. That was the first one we cracked tonight. And, yeah.
3: and I have not had a Pilsner Urquell in a long time. And it was delicious.
4: 4.4%. Drink it all day. It comes in half liters. That's a beer. Yeah, but,
2: that's right.
4: <laughs> get at least a half liter. Come on. And so, yeah, Urquell <laughs> hands down. Get some lobster. Depending on what island we're on, and you know, I, I could stay there. I'm usually on an island, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, are
0: probably good. <laughs> okay, Bill. Andy? Mind? I like,
1: I like what you were thinking. Um, so, I would definitely, if it were, if I'm on a desert island and it's the summertime, um, and I and I kind of forgot to mention this brewery. Um, I love Green Flash's West Coast IPA.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think I've had that. It, well my my roommate from college used to be the CFO of the company and I well, used to always tell him I said you know if you ever need a a midwestern flavor on your board of directors you know where to get in touch with me so he <laughs> sent me when he first came on board there he sent me because they sold them and sell them in four packs but they're hard to find um o- occasionally Arrow wine here in Dayton will have them but it's it and usually when they do'll I'll pretty much take all everything you that they have, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah.
1: that they're not there anymore. Yes, but,
2: um, save some.
1: It's it's a great West Coast IPA. There's the hint of pine in it. I, it's it is something that I can have. It's a it's a strong beer, but I I I could sit there and I can have that. And when it's available, but if it's you know if I'm stuck on the desert island, it's November December. I'm going Guinness. Just yeah. going straight Guinness. If that you know, and then when. Even if it may be hot out there, that's okay. So I'll say West Coast, um, Green Flash, West Coast
0: IPA, and then Guinness. Those are my two. Wow. All right. Yeah, I, I have to say, I would probably not pick uh, Guinness if I was going to drink one beer. I mean, uh, it, it's okay. But uh, yeah, if, if it's me, I would probably pick something kind of lighter that I could just drink. Like you said, it's on the, uh, you know, on the if you're on the beach in the sun and that. So you probably don't want something heavy. So I would. I would probably, I would probably say a uh, Stella Artois. Um, Nice. Yeah. You know, I I pick, I drink those when I'm out sometimes if I just want something (laughs) kind of light, you know, um, just something to drink and that's not going to, not going to hit me or anything. It's just got a nice flavor to it and just light. So um, Mm -hmm. I could get by drinking that, you know, Um, if I'm not on an island and I'm stuck somewhere else, you know, where I'm, where it's not as hot, you know, I might. You know i might go with something a little bit heavier but um i, I think a stall i think i'd probably be good
3: the, the the question you have to ask is if you're on a plane that's filled with beer and it crashes and you survive <laughs> what do you want to drink that's all of thrilling.
0: it <laughs> and it and it's
3: <laughs> so it's full of beer and it crashes it's, it's full of whatever beer you love. It crashes. It doesn't matter where. It's what. Well, actually, the question really is: you can only drink one more beer the rest of your life, and that's what you have to stick with.
0: Yeah. I did. Yeah, I think I'd be it's, good
3: with the so. I'm going back to rum. You're going back to <laughs> rum. I'm going back to <laughs> rum. <laughs> the guy who, I need a rum and coke. I just give me rum. I don't even mix it anymore. <laughs>
4: Aged beers.
0: Well, incidentally, Bill and I are going back to a Great Lakes Christmas ale here. Yeah. So
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think I would want to drink that all the time either. It's that's good, but yeah. Uh, of course, I guess the more you drink a beer, you're probably gonna get, you know, used to drinking it all the time. Yeah. Too.
1: I tell you, I've been a fan, I can't remember the name of this, and so uh, Emily, if you can help me out, but there's a there's a brewery down in Kentucky that does their beer but then it it does them in the oaken uh the the whiskey or the bourbon oaks I kentucky remember. bourbon
2: barrel ale. yeah yeah that's kentucky, right the
1: the kentucky yeah, bourbon yeah. barrel yeah. ale. yeah that's Where's really they, good too that might be something i may have to think about on my desert island
4: Fun <laughs> fact is they got started they're from ireland they got started uh they invented a certain type of horse baby horse formula for you know derby horses and so they found themselves in kentucky huh. couldn't find any of the whiskey or beers that they liked so the name of the brewery is actually called Altech because originally really? they did in formulating formula for racehorses baby racehorses huh. and so he made his way from ireland over here he's like well i don't like any of this stuff i'm gonna make my own so it's a distillery huh. and that's where they get the bottles or the barrels to brew their beer and age their beer in really cool place. I suggest visiting it. It's a blast. Really good people. The owner recently passed and now it's in different hands, but they're keeping up the same good work. So yeah, fun mm-hmm. factor there. All is tech- it
1: on the bourbon trail? Like if it, if, if is. For, it is, it is
4: it okay, is. Cool. They're part of the bourbon trail. They have this bluegrass sunrise coffee liqueur that you make an an irish coffee with and it is just the hands down best irish coffee i've ever had at that brewery it's great and their whiskey is amazing i don't think it's available in ohio it wasn't when i went there but well worth the trip and yes it is on the urban trail
2: okay Uh, i never knew the actual name of that brewery
4: I know. I didn't even know I
2: went. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. I've had their I've had their peppermint ale for Christmas. I've had their uh, pumpkin ale for Halloween. I never knew they had like another name.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone just called it Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale.
2: That that. Yep, that's
0: what. Oh, yep. I like the uh, oh. the vanilla barrel ale too. Oh
4: yeah, yeah.
0: They're
4: yeah, that's good too. That's really good for St. Patrick's Day this time of year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Really.
4: Yeah, they do a good job.
0: So any any uh, new beers to talk about, guys? That anybody's cracked open?
4: This Derive was pretty good, and I have to say this Oak Age Czech Pills.
3: I will say, that Derive, and it's a local beer, uh, local brewer, it, that was absolutely delicious. The Czech Pills, yummy.
0: Oh, yummy, yummy. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: <laughs> yummy. You know it's good when John says yummy. <laughs>
3: i I go this is yummy i like this that's great well, so
4: it was the right amount of oak it was the right
3: amount of oak it was just a delicious it was just really really delicious
0: so uh so the, the last segment guys i just had written down kind of any any beer stories if anybody has any beer stories they want to tell um andy we'll give you the first shot any any uh, right. school beer-related you- stories you want to tell that we haven't already gotten into? Because we we've sidetracked a little bit here and there. So
2: if, if we already used that, well, it's okay. it, it it always happens, and that's okay. Um. So what I'm going to mention is uh, I wasn't gonna I wasn't thinking about this earlier, but uh, when you you guys mentioned uh, the Genesee earlier, um so and i remember that and i'll tell you why i remember the date it was uh may 4th 2006. it was it was the week before finals my freshman year john carroll we were the that it was a thursday night that friday was uh like a day they just gave you to study so they just gave us a day to study and so that thursday night we just drank anything we could get our hands on because we were freshmen well, my buddy down the hallway got a bunch of Genesee and Genesee Light, so we spent the whole night drinking that, and 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 that was a fun night. Whatever. The reason I remember that exact day is because later that night I met my wife. So, oh my
0: gosh!
2: Oh. So I always remember Genesee and Genesee Light as the night where I met my now wife. So awesome. that's the only time I've, I've ever had that beer. That's the only Damn. time I've ever drank that in my life. So. <laughs>
4: near and dear that's
2: great yes awesome. yep oh yeah
0: that's kind of funny because my my brother who's who is on this podcast quite often used to have a mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want to call it the uh, the in the refrigerator tap i know there's another word for it but and and he used to always have uh genesee cream ale in that when he when he had yeah. that it, it's been a long time ago it's probably been 20 years ago that he he had it for a while but um yeah, so you guys talk about Genesee Cream Ale. A couple of you kind of brought that to mind. Yep. So, uh, so John, um, you, you talked about your boot story last time on the podcast. Uh, any other stories you'd like to share with us?
3: You know, I, I was gonna say, we brought it that up, and I was thinking of Little Kings, and I over the so, last <laughs> the last four or five months. Little Kings came out with a line, a lime something, and they came out with a blood orange drink beer. Oh, mercy. Both of them were absolutely delicious, but it, it, it took me back to high school when my friends would drink oh, the little kings. were the little seven-ounce bottles? They're like, Oh, I, I must have had like 10 little kings, and I'm thinking, Oh, you mean those little seven-ounce bottles? Well, I'm sitting here drinking a 12. 12 ounce can <laughs> so you when you brought up the the cream ale it's just like yeah I I, I I i i i don't get it but god bless
0: yeah blood blood orange is good i've had uh, blood orange at the uh, and i can't remember the name of the brewery that we that we uh, stopped yeah, in at in uh, nashville indiana
3: there's a oh, little king's there. little orange, and, and which is really, really good, surprisingly. And there's a it's a guave, it's a little king's guave, and it is actually quite delicious.
4: See, there's those fruit beers not going anywhere.
3: They're not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: In case. So this is weird. Does anyone remember Cave Creek Chili Beer? No, no. It was a, It was okay. So on the, on the fruit beer scale, this is a freaking vegetable beer. Cake free
0: chili.
4: Look like Corona, but imagine like a little hot chili in the bottom of every bottle. And wow. at the age of stealing <clears throat> parents. My dad, knowing what he was doing, he would stock the house with the Ch- Cave Creek chili beer. we was like, oh, we're going to steal this. All right, let's do it. We crack it open and swam it. And then that was it. We never stole booze from our parents again. We <laughs>
3: figured
4: out how to get other people to get it for us because that Cave Creek chili beer tasted the same way going in, coming out, going <laughs> out. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Best thing I can describe it as is the if you go to Steak and Shake and they have that little like hot sauce with all the like chilies in it. It's just like yeah. basically. Okay, that's that coordinated. That's what, yeah. Cave Creek Chili Beer. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh Our yeah, our parents knew what they were doing.
2: Like, oh. Okay.
4: <laughs> that, he kept Uzo around, and so yeah, no, we don't we don't speak oh. liquor. Yeah, they knew. They knew. like <laughs> Let's get those rapscallions. Beer well, if
0: story. I recall correctly, your parents owned a, uh, a beer store, <laughs> shop, right? So they, they knew a little bit something about what they were doing.
4: They you knew what they were doing. So, yeah, my, my beer stories are tragic. <laughs> 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 right. Rightfully so.
0: Uh, Bill, do you have anything you want to pass? So on? I, I, I have a couple, but I'll do this
1: one. So uh, to get back to the kind of Cleveland Browns thing. So I was at Miami in between '84 and '88. So that was the you know Bernie Kosar and and the whole the whole deal. And so um, I went home for Christmas, and there was this brewery out of Canada selling Browns beer. And so it was huh. it was the Brown family, but they jumped on the success of the Browns. <laughs> and so I think they were out of Toronto. I, I could be really wrong on this, but so they were distributing the beer in Northeast Ohio. And so uh Finest, which was right down the street from my parents, had this big display. And I was getting ready to go back to to Miami. So I, I grabbed four 24 cases. Okay, I grabbed four 24 cases of Browns beer because most of my roommates were all Cleveland fans. And so we were going to be watching uh, the Browns Broncos. This was the um, this was the Rich Carlos kick.
4: Yeah, missed.
1: Yeah. Uh. And uh, <laughs> we went through all four of those cases watching the game. <laughs> now, the beer was not that great. I- I- I'll i never forget that it was not that great. But people were coming in. What are you drinking? Browns. What's on television? Browns. I mean, that was. And then I then the next year, because the next year then was um, was Biner. And um, I got another four of that and brought that up. I'm like, you know what? I think we need to think about another beer here, because every time we're drinking Browns beer, we're losing.
2: So so it was your fault.
1: It was my call. I know. I, you know <laughs> the first time I did it, it was it was so it was, you know, it was cheap. But I mean, it was just kind of interesting you know it was in a in a brown I mean it looked like it was like an orange and or brown label I mean <laughs> it looked like the Cleveland Browns had their own brewery I mean that's exactly what it was <laughs> like and and so when I was looking at this and I, I didn't even see where it was you know where the where it was distributed from and who brewed it and everything until I got back to Oxford and I'm like hey this is a Canadian beer what's up with this so if I want Canadian beer I'll go Labatt's or Labatt's Blue what is this Browns beer but uh um, so we we were thinking, oh, we got to have it the next year, just because you know we got to we got to race the demons, and unfortunately that didn't happen. But that's a, <laughs> that was an interesting interesting beer that like no one had heard of, and it was a small brewery in out in Canada, and um, um, but they jumped on that Cleveland Brown success, and boom, it was it was everywhere in the Cleveland area. I mean. I, I you talk to anyone who was around at that time and they'll say, oh yeah, there were be big displays in stores and wherever you went, Fazio's because Fazio's was still around then. Fazio's would have like you know selling them out the back of the truck.
3: <laughs> so I,
0: I was uh, I was drinking the uh, out of the uh, convenient fifteen pack of Strohs at that time. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, I think my dad liked, uh, you know, because um, Bill and I actually both went to uh, Miami. We didn't we didn't know each other, but we both went to Miami, graduated the same year, and we live a mile apart now. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I I convinced my dad to switch from um, Milwaukee's Best to uh, to Strohs because uh, I couldn't drink Milwaukee's Best for some reason. Um, I thought it was kind of the worst beer ever, so. Uh, I to switched to Stroh's cause I thought it was a pretty major upgrade <laughs> and uh, they had the convenient 15 pack. So I was, I was drinking Stroh's at the time. And, um, you know, I, I, got some Stroh's I think last summer, but I think they've changed the formulation of it cause it just, it doesn't taste the same. It had like a, uh, I remember it having this little, uh, bitter aftertaste to it. And I, I think they've changed it, but, uh, it was still fun drinking it again, but because uh, I hadn't had it in probably what 20, 30 years. It brings back memories, man. Yeah, yeah, still pretty yeah, cool. That, to have it, but.
3: When you when you convinced your dad, was it in the white can?
0: <laughs> the stroganoff <laughs> can. I think it was in. a I think it was in a, like a white white can, maybe some gold to it. Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, they went from a white can to a blue can, and when they went to the blue can, they changed whatever recipe it was. Because I remember Stroh's being good. A, a friend of mine, we were like, oh, let's get a 12-pack of Stroh's. And it was. I was like, blue can? That's weird. And it tasted like crap. We each drank one, and I don't think we drank the rest of them. Wow.
0: Yeah, this this was still a white can, and it was a 15-pack. Because they went from yeah. a 12 to a 15-pack, I think, to, con- like, to compete on price only? with some of the other beers. Yeah. And, I liked it better was- than some of the other cheap beers, and... You know, my my dad was always the kind that he thought all beers tasted the same. Yeah, really? Well, in that case, let me pick out the kind of beer we're
3: getting. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the the thing. This is my old man. This is how my dad was. My dad drank, in my lifetime, I remember him drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, Buckhorn Beer, Blatt's, when we would go out west. His kids, he would bring back because you just can't get it. It would he would bring back like cases of Olympia, uh, cases of Coors, the banquet beer because it was different out there than it is here, and you couldn't get it at the time. Um, uh, red, white, and blue. And then I remember he, huh. he, he did he get any up, Old English eight hundred? No, but when he looked up. He lived out in Florida. I didn't know. So he comes home, and I get him a 12-pack a of Bush beer. I get him a 12-pack of Bush. He goes, what the hell is this crap? Give me some Budweiser. I'm like, all right, okay. The guy who drank Buckhorn beer.
0: Bush was too now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my I think my dad upgraded from uh, Stroh's to Keystone at some point. Uh, we... <laughs> we went to keystone for a while i i actually remember my i think my dad um with mom and dad were out and they um they they uh, found these keystone sweatshirts <laughs> we, actually, we actually had matching keystone sweatshirts uh boy back in probably the uh around 19 uh you know the late 80s early 90s so um yeah it's a long time what's that was it the
3: bitter beer face guy on the front
0: (laughs) keystone i i don't even i don't even remember what keystone was like i have a better better recollection of strohs than keystone but uh you know at that point i was you know i was still kind of just drinking what was there i guess so i I really didn't turn into much of a beer snob Mm -hmm. until the past probably you know 15 20 years so Well, does anybody have any other beers you want to talk about? Because we've been going a while, guys. We should probably yeah. uh, give everybody a chance to say a couple words in closing here.
4: I'm good. It's been a pleasure being here. This is
0: very yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, guys. So uh, so let, let's let's close things out. Um, Andy, we'll let you go first with any closing words you want to pass along.
2: Uh Well, last time I was on this, uh, Jason Hand said, you know, everybody just drink responsibly. You know, Um, don't do anything stupid, especially tomorrow uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Get a driver. Be safe. Be careful. But, you know, have fun.
0: Excellent words of wisdom. Yeah. um, John, what what do you have to say in closing?
3: Well, I'd really like to talk about what the heck's going on with Baker Mayfield. and. (laughs) (laughs) like that's three conversation and I don't want to get into it tonight. I woke up not happy. Um uh, no rod always good to talk with you. Great to talk with you guys too about beer. So glad Emily could show up. Uh my wild she uh I'm sure wowed you all so uh just oh, yeah. very appreciative yep. to even be a part of tonight and thank you so much.
0: Yes yeah, yeah, thank you and Emily, we thank you for joining us. Uh, what would what would you like to say in closing? And um, why, do, why don't you tell everybody where, where they can find you, too?
4: Oh, my pleasure to be here. And, yeah, we're at uh, it's Palmer's Beverage Center, and we're at 3375 Indianola Avenue, Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. And we just love beer, and I would like to end it with you like what you drink, drink what you like. That's all it is.
0: Excellent. Um, bill it's been a, it's been a pleasure sitting here uh with somebody doing laughing. the podcast laughing having fun um drinking some beers Um uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you pass along some words in closing here
1: so rod thanks for thanks for doing this i know uh we've talked about this before when we've been watching browns games but for a lot of us we picked you guys we picked you up when we were during the pandemic so as we're kind of swinging out the pandemic here now it's uh uh it's kind of nice still to be a part of this and to see how many was the show number what 140 something did you say uh, it's like
0: one i didn't say but it's oh, one, it, it.
1: this is show number 141 that's amazing oh. that's 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 really amazing and uh, just for everybody who's been on here this is just a lot of fun and um um definitely tomorrow we we'll in St. Patrick's day everybody be safe and and everything else but uh kind of like it Emily what you said there just you know like what you drink drink what you like and and you know, whether it be water, whether it be seltzer, whatever it is that you like, just you know, we're 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 in this we're in this world for just a short time, and I think, good Lord, beer's been around for a long enough time for us to enjoy
0: it, and why not continue that?
4: Cheers to that.
0: Well said. Absolutely, it's been great talking to you guys. I appreciate all you guys for uh, you know coming on and and just uh, having a little bit of fun tonight. I hope everybody has a Very happy and safe St. Patrick's Day. And uh, this has been the Browns Blitz. We will catch you next time.